and welcome to Faking Wits, a book club podcast in which I sit down with some very good friends and we talk about a book that we have read. My name is Chinsi, and welcome to episode 69. Books, 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 Okay. Wowzers, trousers. Yeah. Pretty sexy, huh? That was great. Sexiest song ever. Because it's got the word sexy in it. Hello, I'm Dan Offen, uh, and it, yeah, it's nice to be here. I like books so much that I read quite a lot. That's all I need. That's the bare minimum I ask for anybody who loves books. you got to read them. you got to read them. Yeah. Well, you, you can use audio books. I don't think you should discriminate against people who are reading difficult That's true. Did you know, Dan? Did you know that? Fun fact for you, right? Fun fact for you, that the Japanese have a word for buying books that you will never read. I did know that. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you well. can't tell me anything I don't already know. <laughs> I'm going to tell you anyway. I'm going to recite facts very at clever. you. Is that right? It's okay. called sundoku. Oh. Yeah, that's what it means, yeah. Buying <laughs> books that you don't read. Fair enough. Yeah. Well, I never buy books that I don't read. Of course, neither do I. Yeah. Neither do I. Right. I just steal them. Yeah. I steal books that I don't need. And then you just put them up on your shelf to show off to people. Yeah, exactly. That's good. That's good. Um, who else is joining us at the table today? Hello, uh, my name is uh, BJ McCammer. Oh my goodness, it's our favourite couples therapist, BJ McCammer. BJ, how the hell have you been? Yeah, really good, thanks. Um, you know, business was booming after the uh, last podcast. Sorry, can I just say, um, you, you mean banging. Business was banging. Yes, uh, I suppose it was. Okay, all right. Carry on, carry on. Um, yes, and um, and I'm and I've come back for this very special episode. One of my favourite books. Oh, one of my favourite numbers is a good number, sixty-nine. Am I right? Am I right? Up top. It's like sex. <laughs> All right, nobody. Yeah, sex number. It's a sex number. It's like sixty-nine. Sex. Is it the only sex number? Uh, depends. There's I a guess. number two. If you know what I mean. Scatological. Propies. <laughs> I know all about that, of course. Is that what you're into? This is so. This is my husband. Charmed, I'm sure. Oh, who's your husband? I don't know. Yeah, my name's Henry. I believe you have actually heard about me. Oh yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm five thousand two hundred and ninety-one ounces and four four hundred and eighty-month-year-old baby. Oh, oh yes, I remember. <laughs> you're the um. Yes, I remember uh, BJ told us about your predilection for nappies. and. Cuckoo, <laughs> Well, um, He's not a baby just to... I shot myself. Oh, dear. Is that, is don't that... worry, honey. Mummy will fix it up for you. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't like this. <laughs> well, let's, let's, this is, yeah, I can don't we, know. We, this is way too soon to make people turn off the podcast. Can <laughs> we have a moratorium on adult baby chat? I don't, I mean, maybe save a it what? for later. A what? Uh, moratorium. 
I don't know what it's means. It's one of those words that I've never... The Mormatorium is a Japanese word for like um, not liking adult babies, I believe. Yeah, it yeah. is. Um, but yeah, I, I, I say we call it with the, uh, the adult baby stuff until uh, we get... Oh, you say that, do you? Well, oh. this is our lifestyle. Don't shame us. I'm not shaming you. I'm not shaming you. Don't kink shame me. I'm not kink shaming you. It's all right. It's all right. Uh, it, it, I, there's nothing wrong with this. All love is beautiful. I think it's just a bit soon to get into the details of your um, your, your relationship. Yeah, and we've got no time to change nappies. Well, we, there's always time to change nappies on this show, I find. It's never, it's never previously occurred. Do you take that as a rule for life, Dan? There's just never any time to change nappies. Well, no, I've not. When you live a busy lifestyle like me. Okay, so like, if you were to have a kid that um, yeah. you had to change the nappies, you just would let it like. I'd, I'd sit build in some there. sort of Will Robinson-style robot. Well, and then put that um, around the baby's crotch area to catch the poo no it would it would uh, change the nappies for me oh that makes more sense see I, was, I thought you were going to use a robot as a nappy um, no no it would be a nappy well, that, that doesn't make any sense it's like beep, <laughs> like, I, I don't know it's like beep boop beep boop I'm <laughs> nappy don't, don't when you'd hypno discs exactly, from yeah. robot wars as a nappy well that would be well it probably destroy the baby but if you were to put brushes on the disc rather than uh, metal spikes then it could Wipe off the poo uh, at or, a very high speed. Or, Rushes, sorry, sorry. Honey, would you uh, want somebody to wipe the poo off with a brush at a fast speed? I think it would be very uncomfortable. My butter yeah. is rather sensitive. I was about to say, babies' bottoms are very sensitive. Yeah, but saying. they're not going to complain. Uh, yes, have you ever heard a baby cry? Uh, no. We are notorious complainers. <laughs> That being said, we really do hate most things. It's true. Go, 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 Do you like uh, Lady Gaga? Is that your favourite artist? Mm, I like, I like, I like her crossover album with the Goo Goo Dolls. I think that was the best, best album that I ever had. <laughs> I've not heard of that. Did like, you not um, release that? It's called uh, Lady Dolls. <laughs> I um I like Dan's opening gambit to uh, uh relates to babies. Oh, so do you like the music of Lady Gaga? <laughs> well, you were just saying Gaga a lot. It's true. Gaga. <laughs> I was thinking in keeping with going back to the robot nappy idea and keeping with the ideas of robot wars. How about a robot nappy like the robot wars robots, which just flip the baby? One, the poo would kind of fly off because of centrifugal force. Yeah, and force. then the baby would be like defeated because it would be able to get <laughs> What do you think about that? <laughs> I don't really. That sounds like a nice idea. How uh, fast? How fast? How many kilometers per hour are you hoping oh. to fling well, me? I wasn't. I wasn't. I <laughs> keep it in mind. Sure? I weigh 5,291 ounces. A I'm a, quite a big baby. For a robot like Apollo or. Uh, Wheelie Big Cheese or uh, Rapid, I think they could probably flip that. I don't know any of these references because I'm just a baby. Google that. I suppose we was. just watch CBeebies at home. <laughs> <laughs> who's, who's your favourite on CBeebies? Rasta Mouse. <laughs> so oh, still I, going. I quite like Andy's prehistoric adventures. Oh, very nice. I didn't even know those were shows. Uh, they sound very intriguing. Um, you know what, let's put a pin in this robot nappy um, discussion for a oh, bit it was later. A good segue. It was a good segue. <laughs> so smooth. Um and let's let's get to the actual um the nub of the uh sandwich that we are eating to, today. That sandwich is 
The Kama Sutra by Vatsyayana. Wait, I can do a better job of pronouncing that name. Vatsyayana. That's right. Uh, the Kama Sutra, as everybody knows, is uh, well famous for being the uh, the Indian Hindu text on sex. It's a sacred text. It has loads of sexy positions. But did you know, everybody sitting at this table, that the sexual positions only make up about twenty percent of the book? Yes. Well, obviously, BJ, you would have known that because you're a sex therapist, couples therapist, mm-hmm. and it's your job to know that yes. sort of stuff. But I didn't know this. I didn't know this. I mean, what's, it does beg the question though, what is the other 80% about? And the answer is love, life, and family, apparently. Right? It's just a guide to being a good person. Very important. Yeah. Very, yeah. very important. I find that a lot of like philosophy books that I've read in my time, um, they focus more on the philosophy and not enough about boning. And as everybody knows, like philosophers don't get a lot of action, really. Um, Some of them probably do. Which is the sexiest philosopher? Uh, John Rawls. Kant. <laughs> I'm steady on there, I think, Jay. There's no need for that sort of language. Um, but I don't think he. I don't think um, either of those people got laid that much, really. Well, I don't know. They might have done. Socrates did, but yeah, mainly young of, boys. Mainly yeah. young boys. Mostly young boys, mostly. Who are um, disgusting and don't count. Yes. Oh, yes, no. Young hey. boys are disgusting. You're hey. a young boy. You're, you're a, not a young boy. Yeah, you're a baby. And, yeah, and also you're an old man. Like, that's more important than you. Oh, I'm a baby. You're a baby. Babies. Well, okay, look, I don't want to. F- obviously, I don't want to uh, destroy this role play. By the way, uh, is this role play 24 7, 365? Sorry, I don't understand. Do you do it all the time? Like, role it's play- not a role play. He is a human baby. <laughs> I thought this yeah, was but a- every baby is a human baby. He's Wait. an adult baby. I self-identify as a baby. Wait, hold on a second. This is, but this is a sexual kink. Right? Oh yeah, indeed, totally. So it's a sexual kink that has actually subsumed every it's facet subsumed of your identity. Character. That's like saying I'm a vanilla heterosexual uh, man, white man. And I like doing vanilla boring stuff. That becomes your whole identity. I guess, but like sexual, I don't know, like sexual I bet orientation. You only do it missionary style, don't you? Well, there's nothing wrong with a bit of old missionary, you know. Fair, Chin's girlfriend is a missionary. No, my favorite, my favorite um, uh, sexual position is one that I invented myself, and it's I call it the Ready Player One. Uh, it's essentially the missionary position, but like midway through, I say, "Remember Thundercats?" That was a great show. Mm. I don't know what that is. That was before my time. <laughs> my baby. <laughs> Sorry. That's fair enough. Look, I, I don't know. I don't know. This sexual kink that you have identified, um, it seems to go beyond. You seem, you seem to be suggesting that your sexual orientation is adult baby. It's just no, like... no. His sexual orientation is mums. <laughs> also, babies children? don't have sexual, like. Needs yeah, once. babies are not sexual beings. Yeah. Oh, we that's well, that's you see that's just a very uh, close-minded way of looking. I at think that. it's not. I think. So wait, babies. <laughs> are you saying babies are down to fuck? Is that what you're saying? Uh, well, well, look, I'm just talking about my own personal experience, and I'm speaking as a baby. Mm-hmm. I might right. be 480 months old, but I know that I got a bit. Sometimes I want a little bit of peanut butter on my on my toast, if you know what I mean. You know. Oh, I thought. Oh God, you said toast. Um, <laughs> do you think then there should be a karma sutra for babies then? No, we could use the same one. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Just use the same yeah, one. Fair play. Um, At what point did you realise you were an adult baby? 
I think Rita's went after. I used to be the CEO of LinkedIn, <laughs> and I got and I got elbowed out by by someone. And after wait, that, wait, wait, I think you might have been elbowed out by my brother. Yeah, cheap coffee. Yeah, yeah, cheap oh, coffee. Oh, I, don't, I don't like him. I don't like him. Either. He 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 broke down my psyche. So I had to put myself back together again, and all I could think of was this wish somebody would hold me oh yeah. and change and, your nappy and and that's when i met met uh met blowjob why well, you always use the full unabbreviated version of her name oh, no, i don't know how well you know each other so i thought it's a bj we call each other bj or sometimes i call her baba oh it's like it's like um it's like that film call me by your name where they just call each other by each other's names i didn't have to it's no way like, like that. that it's exactly like that <laughs> i do call it something like, what <laughs> it's like when he calls he calls me mama yeah. his name's not mama no sometimes he calls really he, he calls her he calls, you call him BJ sometimes as well do you think no yeah no no I call him baby or son or honey baby sounds like BJ and also their surname is Hammer like Army Hammer no it's, no, Mac it's Hammer. Hammer we're Irish oh, are you related to Army Hammer no okay. we are and related to uh, MC Hammer though <laughs> Do you think... Um, What's the MC stand for? Look. Okay. All right. Do you think uh, Call Me By Your Name would be a better film if Army Hammer was just an adult baby? Well, I... I'm, oh, I would have enjoyed that. I would have enjoyed seeing somebody if of like, my life experience represented. I think that nowadays a lot of all the other uh, identities get too much stand on the podium. Oh, Babies right. aren't represented. No we don't have film. any rights. Baby right. right. This is the boss baby. The boss baby. Yeah, they're, they're oh, that's the, the only baby. but it's a token it's as well. Yeah, it doesn't really it must have brought up sad memories for you when you were a boss. <sighs> Can I've had it all You're the You're the ex boss baby, right, I guess. Well I'm retired, I suppose, because oh. I'm retired. Your story does seem to sort of fit the mould of a cautionary tale of a, of a millionaire CEO who thought he had it all and then loses it when he gets turned into a, a, a adult baby and realises he, he just he realised his true form. Oh, right. well, then in that case, like um, he tre- he realises that the, the the real baby was inside himself the whole time. Yes. And then it was inside me. High five. <laughs> okay. Well, do, you, do you guys have children? Yes, of course. How many? Two. And how old are they? Two. <laughs> they're so they're actual, they're, Okay, so they're babies as well. But they're, they're actually... No, they're toddlers. Ah, uh, okay. okay. They toddle around. Yeah. They do toddle. Okay. They're so tall. At what point will your children be at the age where they will have to start looking after you as a baby? Already. Oh, already. Already they're looking after you. <laughs> They are already measuring their age in years. And I'm still in months. Yeah, I'm just saying. I'm 480 months old, baby. Are they talking? Yes. Do they have the similar similar voices to you? What do you mean? Do they sound like you? I don't really understand. I don't understand what you're talking about. We all sound the same around this table. I see what's I I um lovely voices lovely voices yes Coco Gaga yes it's kind of endearing actually uh, BJ don't you find it all exhausting though having to take care of two kids and an adult baby no no how do you make it work and and you're holding down a career as well well um 
I just love babies. Well, clearly. Well, um, probably, I don't know. Some would say too much. Well, the twins, they're really sort of self-sufficient. And <laughs> also, we've got a nanny. Um, oh, okay, okay. What's yeah. her name? McPhee? No, it's uh, just... It's just eight S's. <laughs> Her name is eight S's. She has snake. No, yes, she's... yes. She's... Well, she has. She has a pet snake. She has a pet snake. No. So. <laughs> so you hire the snake person as she's a nanny. She's an au pair. She's from Europe. Oh, okay. She's called and she's from Russia. Okay. She's got a pet snake that she brought with her. Yeah. Okay, okay. She lets it crawl on, on, on the baby. <laughs> Is it like a giant python? Yeah. Yeah, it swallowed the dog. Okay. Does she say any other words apart from... S- Does she say... No, that's her name, you... Chin, do you just say chin all the time? Sometimes. Chin, chin, chin. When I was a... When I used to identify as a Pokemon, yes, uh, yes, I right. did, yeah. No, she speaks very good English. Okay, good. Oh, good. Sometimes she says things wrong, though. Like, she was the other day, she was like, what is that squirrel doing in the garden? <laughs> what a fucking idiot. <laughs> and it was, what was it? A squirrel. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I thought she might have just been pronouncing dog wrong. <laughs> like, really wrong. <laughs> no, just a few things like that. But no, she's good. But she'll be going soon because she's going off to university next year. Oh, oh she's studying. I don't know. She's just the own pair. Fair enough. We don't give a shit about her. That bitch. Wow. And then, uh, you know, I spend... She looks after you. No, she doesn't look after... No, that's my sole responsibility. Uh... Um, No, I look after Henry a lot of the time. Do you breastfeed? Yes. Uh, Okay. I kept myself lactating. The only reason we had the children is so that I could breastfeed Henry. <laughs> we bit off a bit more than we could chew, if you know what I mean. Oh, wow, yeah. I, yeah. Oh, dear. I guess you only wanted the one kid and you just ended up having twins. That's a bit of a resource drainer, I can imagine. Um, this has been really fascinating, looking into your um, your exploits as a couple. Um, I'm wondering, though, like, um, do you ever use... Did you find the, the Kama Sutra useful in... In maintaining this bond, I guess. There's not much in the Kama Sutra that tells you how to deal with the whole adult baby situation. And I think some of these positions I saw as well, they don't seem like they'd be very, you could put a baby in that position, really. I'm pretty flexible for a baby. I could put my foot in my mouth. Look. Oh, <laughs> okay, I didn't need to see that. That's not flexible. Yeah. Go on then. Do you do it? No, but I'm not a baby. Yeah, we're not babies. But for a baby, that's part of the course. Yeah. That's what I mean. Is that I can do all these positions. It's going. Yeah, but like baby, it, it means that you have to take on a lot of weight as well. I think I'm very strong. Yeah, I think you. I can bench press 120 kilos. <laughs> that is quite. It's yeah. quite a lot of ounces. This is all kind of going in the column that makes me think that you're kind of not really a baby though, like, and you're more of an adult man than baby. Mm, well, that's really harmful like, stereotyping you're well, putting on that. You know? It's fair. Don't you think it's fair that the average baby won't be able to bench press the amount that you bench press? And also. What's an average baby? There's all sorts of different babies. I don't think any babies can bench press anything. They're not very good. 
But I do, I do think that they let down the, the side, you know? We're trying to fight for baby rights. We want babies to be able to vote. Do you think babies don't fight for rights? They don't really, no, not really like, cognizant of the world. Are you a baby rights activist? Or bra for sure? I'm, I, yes I am. I'm a bra. Bra. <laughs> Fair enough. What was I going to say? So, so you think babies should vote? I think babies should be able to vote. They should be able to drive. They should be able to... to Do you think small children should be able to vote and drive? No! So you think they should be... Not uh, one and a half should be voting and driving. And then it stops until they're 17. No, 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 no. You have to be 216 months old to be able to vote and drive. I think that's very reasonable. <laughs> that's just 18. But you, you people, I think babies should be free to do what everybody else is able to do. We should be able to smoke. We should be able to speak. Yeah, but you can do that. You should be There's able no to... legal for stopping you. Oh, what is it? When, whenever I look at a packet of cigarettes, there's always a picture of a dead baby on the front. I don't like her. One of the cigarette warnings, I think. I, where where I, are I, you I, buying the Kazakhstan, the Kazakhstanese <laughs> cigarettes. Yeah. They're my favourite. That's the yeah, only we brand. We do love a smoke. Oh. Uh, uh, it's probably why you ha- it gives you your unique vocal, like, uh, yeah. Excuse me! How many cigarettes do you smoke a day? 78. That's a lot, Jesus. I have noticed you've smoked about five cigarettes since you've been here. Well, you know, you've got to keep it up, otherwise, you lose your tolerance. That's true. Isn't that good? <laughs> I thought you were going to come here. I was coming here because we were going to talk about some sex tips. Well, it wasn't sex tips so much as about this book, The Karma Sutra, which I am, um, BJ, I don't know if you've used it in your practice with couples. Well, what are the lessons that you gleaned and how can you apply them to everyday life? Um. Well, what I did learn about was the 360 position where... Mm. You start off in a normal missionary position with his penis inside of you, mm-hmm. and then he starts sort of spinning round with his penis still inside you. Oh, is and it, then he oh. faces the other way with his bum in your face, oh. and his penis is somehow still inside. And then you have sex, and then he spins around again. So the guy's on top, not the girl. Yeah, okay. I don't believe it's called the record player. <laughs> I thought, yeah, it's, I thought it was a reverse helicopter, but yeah, no. Oh, helicopters reverse. where you fly away. Mm, mm, mm. I, I, I like the. Um, uh, what, what, actually, let's go around the table. What are your favourite positions from the Karma Sutra? Rock the baby. Oh, how do you do that? Um, so he's, you sit on. Um, so right. You sit on a chair, the woman. Which are you? Let's do it. Come on, honey. We don't have to do that. that. He sits on your lap, face down, and and he's in you, and you smack him and tell him he's a bad boy while he's fucking me inside you. (laughs) Okay, I was going to say, like, it just sounds like spanking, but apparently he's fucking you as well while you're spanking. Okay. You're off the baby. There's also milk time. Do you like? Have you, have, you, have you got to that part of the book yet? Not well. Time? Yeah, I don't remember this. How does milk time go? I get a bottle, mm-hmm. some sort of drinking vessel, mm-hmm. and you fill it with milk, right. and you put it in your mouth while he's fucking you. <laughs> 
I can see sort of like where a lot of these positions are coming from. Um, well, there's, there's also um, nap time. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, you go to sleep. You put you put a, a nightlight on mm-hmm. while he's fucking. <laughs> Okay, all right. Or, or, or there's uh there's go for a walk where you get put in a you get put in a buggy and there's a mobile over you and you have a little sunshade up so you don't get any sun on your face while he's fucking you. Or there's um at the park mm-hmm. where you do it on a swing. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, that sounds pretty adventurous. As is literally fucking on a swing. In the park. It has to be outdoors. It has to be at a park. Yes. During in the day. In the playground. During the day. During the day. In the playground <laughs> with all the, the children. Tradition. Okay. Next oh. one is a sex offenders register where you have to sign up. Once. Oh, come on. That's what? funny. Yeah, well, well, funny. Well, funny. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. Very funny, Dad, often. Don't you think you're all that some sort of comedian all of a sudden? Don't you? <laughs> Not all of a sudden. You know what? You know what, Dad? You make me sad. Oh. Uh, 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 <laughs> wow. Come to mummy. Come to mummy. Uh, oh. Let's jump to that. Let's oh, jump to that. Horrible. <laughs> oh, I, I, I could have gone the whole of my life without seeing that. Go there, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Someone. He needs. He needs to be burnt. Oh. <laughs> that was the worst burp I've ever heard. I don't think it was. A, I don't think it was a burp as much as an expression of pleasure. I don't think. I think yeah. he was getting into that. Dan. Yeah. What's your favourite karma super position? Uh, mine is the uh, happily married couple. Oh. Because really, it's not about sex. The book. It's about. Building a happy and successful marriage. That's very true. Well, no, don't don't boo him. He's right. He's right. It's very heteronormative, though, isn't it? The book. Yes, it is incredibly heteronormative. Um, there's not like um, they don't have uh one of my favourites, uh, the Tower Bridge, which mm. is where you get um where the t- the tips touch. Uh, and then the woman separates in the middle. And, and her head, yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, like, comes through like a boat. Like, and she's like, <laughs> and the, the, the dicks then stop touching tips and allow her passage through. And then she goes off, and the two guys get back to touching tips. They're going to have like really long. <laughs> For that, you have to have at least. A 24 inch dick. Yeah, and you, you've also got to have a little cast driving across your dick as well. <laughs> yeah. For the, to add to the realism. Yeah, Could it be a Toby car? Oh, yeah, it could be a but Toby But the cars car. have to stop, obviously, before the dick sprays. Unless one of the cars is like a, doing a film in Louise yeah, and just drives off the end of your dick. <laughs> and, lands, and then lands on the woman's head as she passes that by. That sounds exciting. It is. Um, not, not that that's my favourite position, though. Yeah. I mean, that's an interesting position, but I like, you know, I don't go in for the, the touching of the tips. Nothing wrong with that, by the way. Nothing wrong with that, but it's just not my you prefer bag. prefer the shafts to touch. No, I prefer, let's, let's just say, that I prefer a slightly more rugged individual. A, a Clint Eastwood type, if you will. Um, but, um, yeah, that's, that's kind of the thing that I'm into. What's um, your favourite position then? My favourite position, or, I, I'm a big fan of the every which way but loose. Uh, 
Okay. It takes essentially it is、um, a rugged Clint Eastwood type、um, mm-hmm. going down on all fours. Would、uh, it preferably be Clint Eastwood, or would it just be a Clint Eastwood?、Type? If we could get Clint Eastwood, perfect. But I'd settle for a Clint Eastwood type,、um, or even a Tim Westwood type, maybe. <laughs> but either Clint Eastwood or Tim Westwood. DJ、um, Khaled. Nah, he doesn't have Wood in his name. Another、so. one. Edward.、Um, Mm, possibly Edward Woodward maybe, but、um, Logan Paul. Nah, 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 nah.、Uh, definitely not my. my Logan Murray. Forest Whitaker.、Nah. Ooh, Forest Whitaker could work.、Yeah. Andy Murray. Nah, 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 nah. That's like.、Uh, but anyway. Andy from Toy Story. Hmm. What age? <laughs> Toy Story one. Baby. I wonder if there's an、uh, Andy from Toy Story fandom. There must be people、Fandies. who, who、yeah. make、uh, porn about Andy from Toy Story. Yeah, yeah, we 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 call ourselves Fandies.、Um, oh, yeah, you're one of them.、Then. I am one of those. Yeah, like、uh, check out my、um, my other alternate、um, uh, account on Deviant Art.、Um, Is I've got the I've got the Orangutan level sixty nine one, and I've also got Fandy four twenty sixty nine at McCoolGuy dot com. McCool. McCoolGuy. McCoolGuy. Is that your you got any Irish heritage? No, that's just my DJ name.、Well. Does anyone know what Andy from Toy Story's surname is? Davis. I saw that. <laughs> I was trying. To... Why? I mean, why would anybody know that? It's never. No, it's not like the toys、uh, ever refer to them as the Davises at any point. No, they don't, do they? I just knew it. I didn't see it.、I、What's Andy's mum called? Mum. Exactly, Mum Davis. I don't know. But anyway, look, this we're getting off topic here. So my favourite sexual position is essentially a Clint Eastwood type going down on an orangutan. Yeah, that's my favourite. Never a faking lip episode. Where you, faking lip. That's a good idea for a podcast.、Uh, where、uh, you don't mention that. <laughs> but yeah, no, I I have to get it in because I I have I I'm proud to announce I've been sponsored by the orangutan lobby、ah. to promote、um, this thing. We're、uh, going to、so、make it happen. Orangutan, the orangutan lobby are.、Uh, pr- Promoting the abuse of orangutans. Not promoting sorry, sorry, abuse. Sorry, just interrupt. It's orangutan. I think I know how orangutan is pronounced. Is I mean, I've, ri- I've, I've written enough an fan animal, fiction. At for this an、point. animal, the orangutan. That's a fantastic name for an animal. Because、mm. it's got two of the same sounds in it. Ang and ang. You know, it's um, it's actually a Bahasa Malay word as well. You know what?、Mm. Do you know what it means? No. Really good at giving head. <laughs> But they, they only received that. I know it's <laughs> ironic, isn't it? Yeah, I know. That's what I like denying myself. Yeah, yeah that sort of thing.、Um, so that's my favourite sexual position、um, in the Kama Sutra.、Uh, I think we've all gone round it. But as we、mm. said before, this is not a book that's just about sexual positions. I mean, I think what's interesting about the Kama Sutra is that it is a guide to life, and it's a guide to life which doesn't shy away from saying, "You know what's great about life? Having sex."、Um, but it identifies all these like、um, drives within、um, human beings.、Um, so we've got Kama. Which means desire, arta, which means、uh, that anteater,、um, dharma, she lives with Greg, and moksha, which is、um, another word. So, like these are the principles by which you have to live your life according to the Karma Sutra. Like, why do? You, but why do you think we've just fixated just about the sex rather than anything else? Do you think that this book is successful、uh, purely because of the sex, and everybody's forgotten? The actual lessons within the book. I think that we have a very good example here that sex is the most important thing in life,、hmm. and the fact is, is that it's part of your identity,、mm-hmm. 
and you know the fact is is that you don't just identify as a person you might identify as a mother to an adult baby mm, okay, okay. and a sex therapist yeah this reminds me of Trevor Noah in what way does it remind you of Trevor, Trevor Noah? Trevor Noah was written, wrote a, got written a letter by the, the um, French ambassador mm. after Trevor Noah said that France winning the World Cup was a, was a, a victory for Africa. Africa yeah, right. why does this remind you of that? Well, one of the points that was posed by the French ambassador said that they're not African, they're French. Mm. Yes, and, and why... That, that reminds you of this. Well, Trevor Noah's point was that why can't they be both? They could be more than one thing. That's a good point. They can be African and French. So you can be... Just like I'm a baby, yeah. but I'm also a car mechanic. Oh, so is that what you do now? You do car mechanic. Did you not get a massive payout when you left LinkedIn? Yes, it was a clause I managed to stake into my contract. But you got a massive payout, but you had to become a car mechanic to get that payout. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he just likes to stay busy. I'm a busy baby, you know? Do your clients find it weird having a baby fix their car? Mm, well, I, I do have mostly private clients. Oh, are they also babies? They're also CEOs. They're oh. all the old CEOs I used to go to the club with. Ah, uh, Elon Musk, have you fixed his car? Yes. Oh, wow. Got, what I, does he drive? He drives a Ford Fiesta. <laughs> Not a Tesla. <laughs> but he, he ripped out the engine of the uh, Ford Fiesta and he put, uh, he put actually, uh, a, a Prius engine in, a Prius. Right? In the Ford Fiesta, yeah. Wow, okay, yeah. Did he ever call you a paedophile? What? Excuse me? This is what he does. This is what days. he does. He, he just calls people paedophile when I come, uh, he, he offers to help. They say, I'm good, thanks. You're a paedophile. Yeah. To me. I, I do that all the time. You need help with that. No, you're a paedophile. That's fair. Yeah, I do it. Just... But he's the opposite of a paedophile. I'm an anti-paedophile. When you say anti-paedophile, you're against paedophiles. Or I'm rather, against you're paedophiles. You're a reverse paedophile. Unless I'm into it. If a paedophile, someone like a genuine like known paedophile took interest in you, would you take that <laughs> known as a creepy paedophile. thing? Who? Or, I don't know, Gary Glitter. If he took interest... Gary Lineker? <laughs> Is it? Oh dear! Wow, those Walker's crisps have taken a real dark turn. <laughs> but like, if a paedophile took interest in you, would you take it as a compliment or would you find it creepy? That's a really difficult question to ask. Answer, Daniel. I think the fact is, is that we are aware that you know. I don't get upset, but you are actually a man. You fucking Sometimes you gotta let them tie themselves out. Yeah. Mm, mm. I am. Yeah, excuse keys. me, I'm just. I'm, I'm overtired. Play I'm with over- these keys. Okay, I'll play with our. Oh, oh my god. I tied the stack. DJ. Do you find that, like, um, the car- you were saying that the Karma Sutra in itself has um, been kind of instructive um, to maintaining this happy this relationship? This is incredible. 
Really but what was the um? What was the main oh, takeaway from the If you were going to start, shut up. <laughs> if you were as a an expert on um matters of the heart and mm-hmm. the genitals, mm-hmm. uh, we're going to distill the lessons of the Kama Sutra into two sentences. Okay. What would you? What would they be? Committed, married, sex in a Christian household. Mm, okay. With the one you love, full stop. Uh-huh. Also, once you're married, you can do whatever you want sexually, full stop. I see. Do you always say your punctuation? It's because I've got told two sentences. Yes. All right, okay, yeah, yeah. Fair, fair enough. enough, fair enough. She she definitely did. So that's it. So essentially, you see the Kama Sutra as a book that promotes monogamy and oh, yeah. family life. Okay, mm-hmm. interesting. In a Christian committed household I mean I, 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 it's not it's not what I associate the Kama Sutra Christianity really um, no it's a, hin- it's a Hindu text uh, no 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 you got that wrong mate are you sure I'm pretty sure it was written in ancient Hindu Sanskrit isn't it yeah but no it's uh, actually Christian oh, okay it's actually Christian mm-hmm. the evidence is that uh I'm right, and you're wrong. Whoa, okay. Uh, so Vatsyayana was a Christian. Oh, yeah. Not a Hindu. Notoriously. No. <laughs> okay, Notoriously. I don't Notoriously. <laughs> yeah. Okay, all right. I, I People was... don't realise, but um, the dates were all wrong on Christianity, and actually Jesus <laughs> was uh, alive then. Okay, all right. And he helped Vatsyayana write the Kama Sutra. Would Christ have been down with the Kama Sutra, you reckon? Yes. Don't you think that Christians have this sort of like stereotype of being quite sexually uptight, though? Sorry, you're talking to a Christian here? I guess, but... Like, Christian you, you seem to be practising your own particular kind of like um, unique sect of Christianity that's not kind of mainstream, I guess? Uh, actually, did you know that uh, 80% of married Christian couples have satisfactory sex lives and only... 20% of other couples have a satisfactory sex life. Where's, where are you pulling those stats from? Google. Okay, all right. And then when you say other couples, it means that means every other religion other than Christianity. Yes. Okay. Including atheists? Yes, thought, all other couples. I thought atheists had crazy sex, though, because they've got nothing to lose, you know? They're, mm-hmm. not, they're not afraid of disappointing a uh, god with no. their shameful activities, you know? Yeah, I mean, when you're... Yes, because all other religious people are <laughs> feel that God is... Watching them watching at all them times. And yes. they don't have incredible sex. Yeah, I, yeah God is going to strike them down. Pressure. God will strike them down for being crap at sex. Like, yeah, that would be terrifying if... You're performing for God all the time. All the time. We we are, aren't we? Because you don't know what God's into. I mean, obviously, I'm not we, but I'm an, I'm an atheist. But yeah. if you're a Christian, if you're religious, that's essentially what you believe, that you yeah. are performing for God at all times. Doing like... And God is basically plays. watching you. It's cool place. Or, or just sort of like on a date or a job interview, there's God right there judging mm. you and just sort of like making a decision about you as a person. Um, I don't know how I feel about that. Don't you feel whether you get into heaven? I mean, I'm, I'm a baby, so obviously yeah. all babies go, go to heaven. heaven. No, that's that's my favourite film, the by the way. said they went to baby purgatory, don't they? What happens? Do, do the Pope say unbaptized babies go to heaven? Are you Catholics? I've been baptised many, many times. Are you Catholics or Protestants? In, well, what have you been baptised in? We are um, 
Ecclesiastical Christians. That's Church of England? <laughs> okay. So, in other words, okay, Church of England. I mean, that's kind of not quite Protestant, I guess. But, like, okay. But well, we, we baptise each other. Right. So, they don't believe in purgatory. We baptise each other. Oh, you know. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. And each other's bodily fluids. Oh, oh. that doesn't sound very Christian to me. Oh, the Lord. The Lord moves in mysterious <laughs> ways. Okay. It sounds like paganism to me, though. It sounds a bit like paganism. Um, all this bodily fluids and... Just Paganism, I'm just a baby. Okay, baby. No, I, I, okay. Oh, it predates Christianity. Kid, just a baby. Uh, oh, isn't he cute? Go, 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 It's a bit off putting. Uh, I find it not, I find it very uncute. Yeah. Right, you're wrong. Wrong. He's my beautiful baby. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> very off putting. How did you meet? Uh, we just met at the pub. <laughs> what pub? Presumably this was when you were sort of CEO of LinkedIn. Yeah. Yeah, we met at the um, Swan and Mitre. The Swan and Mitre. Wow. How oh. far along the line did you... Uh, when you actually had to sort of like come out to uh, BJ Penny. I could already smell it the first time I met him. She smelt my head. Oh, so you're already uh, a... <laughs> she smelt my head and she was like, you know what, Henry... Your head looks smells just like a baby's head. And also, I could smell your nappy. <laughs> so, so, was that why you were fired as the head of LinkedIn because you shut no. yourself all the time? No, I was. I got. I got elbowed out by this crazy man. He was very sinister. <laughs> no, I'm sorry about that. My my brother is a little bit sinister and crazy. He started uh, psychologically tormenting Are me. Are you? Is he in your LinkedIn connections? Hey, actually, I'm the one person who's not allowed on LinkedIn now. Right, <laughs> okay. How do you work on your career? Oh, I'm just a mechanic, it's fine. I'll just go yeah. to the clubhouse, the CEO clubhouse, and oh, I ask, right. Hello, would anybody like their carburetor fixed? The carburetor? Was it? Yeah. You only work on carburetors. I well, spoke to my brother. That's a common problem. Uh, I did speak to my brother about, like, um, uh, he told me a story about the person, the only person that's banned from LinkedIn. Didn't mention by name, but I remember him telling me the story. He said he had to ban a person because they kept uploading, like, basically pictures of themselves wearing nappies to their LinkedIn profile. It's not relevant. And and not just, just like, one profile picture, like, loads, like, a proper photo shoot of him wearing nappies and posing in very suggestive manner. That's his portfolio. For what though? What he's advertising? What do you think? His baby services. Okay, all right. That doesn't seem like an appropriate use of LinkedIn. What what skills have you been endorsed for? Uh, 3D modeling. (laughs) Uh, I'm I'm good at I'm good at doing payslips and uh, strategic amorphous uh, technical solutions architecture. That sounds like, yeah. That sounds good. Sounds all right. Sounds reasonable, to be honest. <laughs> I just think the pictures were a bit misleading. Though, well, that's the problem, is that you think not, ver- everything about me is going to be related to the fact that I'm a baby. Well, well, that's, that's wearing that's a nappy right, right now. Come on. Uh, and you keep saying Goo Goo and Gaga. What are we supposed to make of that? It's my favourite, favourite musical artist. <laughs> okay. Um... I, I wanna... I'm absolutely Goo Goo for Goo Goo Dolls, and I'm Gaga for Lady Gaga. Okay, all right. I'm Goo Goo for Gaga. Would you and describe I'm... yourself as a little monster? I'm a little munchkin. That's not me. 
So you knew, you knew something was up when you met Henry for the first time. It smelt my head and my wispy hands. So it was almost like the first thing he had to talk about. But you knew that you couldn't actually indulge in any of these fancies until you actually got married, though. Yes, that's correct. So, so we you, um we actually got married a week after meeting. Wow, that's moving fast. Um, I was just very sexually attracted to Henry. I see. Even with the whole baby thing that you took on board. And you, what do you mean, even? Oh, it just seems like a bit of a deal breaker for most people. It's the opposite of a deal breaker. Well, those people are racist. They're racist, Trent. I don't know if that's like, how racism works. Yeah. Oh, come on. We left off most racial t- put drop down boxes. Because you're not technically a race. Oh, uh... come off it. What are you people going to learn? Whoa, you know? What do you mean, you people? You people. But how can you be. Are, your, are both your parents adult babies? No, just because just because my parents were, were normal adults doesn't doesn't mean that I'm going to be. Where does the racial characteristics come in there? Yeah, what are the racial characteristics of adult babies? I'm trans, baby. Again, this is not race, so is it? It's, it's, not race. it's like now you're going into well, like, gender. On. Like... Okay, come on, you twat. <laughs> Listen up. So when Rachel Dolezal says, I, I'm a black woman and I relate to the black struggle, everyone says, okay, fine, you're, no, you're no, a hero. No, people did not say, okay, fine. That was not how that story played out. You're a hero, you're a pioneer. <laughs> but when we do it, when we say, I relate, I self-identify and relate to the baby struggle for vamps, somehow I'm a villain. That aside, I don't see how it's racist. Well, that's just the point. <laughs> if you don't understand, you have to do whatever I say, and you don't get to tell me otherwise, otherwise you're racist. Okay, all right. If look, you we... don't understand why it's racist, you're racist. Okay, all right, all right. I kind of get where you're coming from, but I still... I, think I, don't, we... I don't get where they're coming from. No, because... Because like, you... I... you're, you're racist, Dad. You're racist. You're racist. Come on here. You're spouting hateful views. You're going there. You're looking at me wearing a nappy with soiled underwear. Okay. Look, everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tensions this, are running high. I am on here to promote my businesses as Businesses, a, plural. My business... <laughs> As a sexual therapist, and I think things have been a bit skewed and got a bit out of hand here. It's not that you love. So, can we please all just calm down, stop attacking each other, because this is not good for my businesses. I'm just a baby. Okay, all right. I think we we can all calm down and we okay. can uh, let's let's bring us back together with the unifier, which is books and literature. And um, um, I I, I want to talk about like do, like. The way, the impact that the Kama Sutra has had on our culture and society. Mm. Um, like I said before, uh, people seem to remember the sexual positions and they've all forgotten the philosophy and the lessons learned from it. Dan, do you feel like you've learned anything from, the, from reading the Kama Sutra? Other than, and I'm not talking about the sexual positions, yeah. talking about the philosophy of the, uh, of the book itself. Um, I think I learned that it's important to listen to your wife. Yes. Because previously, because I, my, 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 this, uh, in terms of philosophy, I've only read this and uh, 1980s uh, working men's club comedians. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Compilation of quotes. Wow. So, 
before that, I just really thought your wife was just there as a source of an annoyance. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Just why I divorced my wife, because I realised that I she wasn't... <laughs> yeah, I, I divorced her, because all she ever did was just uh, complain in my ears. Oh, wow. And it wasn't... And I realised that apparently you meant to have a relationship that's more mm. a bit push and pull, not just a woman throwing her mother-in-law at you. That's my favourite, by the way, that is my favourite Jim Davidson bit. Like, mm. oh, my wife's so annoying, I divorced her. Yeah. That's a classic Jim Davidson working man's bit. Like, classic. Like, or rather, like, they don't actually like, it's weird that divorce doesn't play that much a part in their bits because it's like most working men's clubs jokes that revolve around your wife being a source of unending torment well, is that you don't divorce them because like, if you do, you'd run out of material. Yeah, exactly. And that's what I thought. I spent uh, five unhappy years mm. with a woman who only complained of me. It's when they refer, and, yeah, yeah. And nagged me and whatnot. And because I thought that was all that relationships could be because my only source of knowledge was the 1980s working are men's you, club comedians. Are you happy now? Yeah, yeah, happy enough. Well, I didn't know you Now I've learned from the Karma Sutra that relationships are about compromise and uh, talking. Well, tell us about your ex-wife. I don't think you've ever brought her up on this program uh, before. She was called Tiffany Swaddle. Mm-hmm. Um, Swaddle, like a baby. Yeah. Oh, I like the sound of her. And she was the uh, CFO. Chief of, Financial Officer. Chief Financial Officer of... Uh, Moonpig.com. Wow, sounds like a high fire. Wait, wait, okay. She sounds like a fucking Tiffany, catch. Tiffany yeah, she was, but she just nagged me all the time. Oh. Well, don't you feel that like might be justified since she's such a she was clearly wearing the trousers in that relationship. Yeah. She was CFO of a major corporation and you couldn't put up with a little bit of nagging. Well, it was a lot of nagging. And uh, she always used to What did she nag about? Her mother in law was the oh, wait, so your mum. No, my mother-in-law, I mean, I mean, I, I, I didn't know what mother-in-law meant, but now I now realise what that means, I mean, that's how silly I've been, um, but her, her, my mother-in-law was the CEO of um, uh, uh, Reggae Reggae Sauce, uh, and... Was, she's a, was she a mill-elf? Yeah. Uh, a mother-in-law, I'd like to And she just kept on throwing Reggae Sauce at me, oh, and it was just, yeah, I couldn't get Weird. a job, because I turned up to an interview and there she would be dumping reggae sauce on me and then my wife would be nagging me about how I didn't get the interview because I was covered in reggae sauce you know and I'd be what? like well that's your mother-in-law's fault and she'd be like don't say anything about my mother-in-law and then I'd, I'd have to watch the 1980s working club comedians <laughs> oh, wow, okay. this sounds so ludicrous that maybe it's not real okay like it sounds so crazy BJ BJ I mean let's let's not go off deep end here BJ I've had some very colourful characters here uh, in the past and I I, I, I've 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 taken the the approach that like everybody's life life is a rich tapestry it's full of unexpected twists and turns and and you know what true life truth is stranger than fiction as Mm. they say like that Will Ferrell movie you should have come to me you and your Tiffany yeah she was very busy uh at moonpig.com and she was always she's busy either moonpig.com or nagging wait so you were married for five years yeah how old are you um 27 oh. we got married when i was 14 <laughs> wow okay and but she was the ceo cfo cfo of moonpig.com that means she was a proper adult how old was she uh 29 Mm, okay, that's a proper mate in December. Yeah, yeah, but we didn't actually get properly married. It was more of a marriage of convenience. What? Why? Uh, to unite our great families. 
It was an alliance-based... Uh... Right. Okay, all right. This seems to check out. Um, I, I think... I, 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 do you feel regret about... Do you miss her? Well, yeah, I do. I miss her a little bit, but it's nice now to have a claim on the kingdom of uh, Bavaria. Um, which I've got because of the marriage. Whereas previously, <laughs> not not Moonpig. <laughs> well, that's a side thing. I've got a jour claim okay. on Bavaria now. Okay. Um, okay. So if right. I decide to press that claim, that would be great. Hmm. Uh, but for now, I'm just going to have to um, stick with Westphalia. If Tiffany were here right now, what do you think you'd say to her? Um, I'd say I'm I'm sorry. I never listened to any of your nagging. Uh, I just thought it was constant nagging. Oh, okay. All right. Well, Dan, maybe you might get a chance to say that. Tiffy, step, come out and to, to, to join the table. I'm sorry to do this to you. It's got your journalism. But, Dan, Tiffany Swallow is here in the house tonight. Hello, Dan. <laughs> Hello. Nice to see you. I did not see this coming. I, I kind of did. but then I've not seen her in 10 years. Yeah, yeah. How I'm, are you doing, Dan? I'm all right, thanks. It's been a very long time. Your voice is as stable as it ever was. Oh, thank you. Where are you from, Tiffany? Bavaria! That's what they sound like in Bavaria. Yeah, because I've now got a jour claim on. Of course, of course, of course. Um, Tiffany, I mean, like, it sounds that, like, Dan was very open and honest. What do you have to say to these, like, um, accusations, well, not accusations, but reminiscences of you? Is that how you remember your relationship with Dan? What I remember about our relationship is that you were 14 and you could not get your penis up. Oh, this sounds like a job for BJ. Do you want to weigh in here on this sort of like couples? I think like, I'm uh, totally sensible. Yeah. Well, uh, Dan, uh, what do you have to say back to that? Um, I have to say that I was 14 and I couldn't get my penis. I think that's, that's probably a reasonable. That's a, that, yeah, that's, that's probably You're for the best. You're constantly nagging and yeah. force feeding me Viagra was really unnecessary. I did not force feed you. Wait. That was my mother. Yeah, that's true if you put it. You know, Reggae Reggae Sauce is jam-packed with Viagra. I did not know that. That's what makes it so delicious. Oh, okay. After, All right. Its top ingredients is water. Yeah. Then the second one is reggae, and then it's Viagra. What I have to say, I was listening outside the door. My name is not Tiffany Swaddle. It's Tiffany Spaddle. Oh, that's wrong. Really? Yeah, yeah. That is like um. I mean, it's been a long time, but you never learned your wife's name. Jesus. No, well, I never. We never really spent any time together. You were, no, I lived in Bavaria. He lived in London. So this is <laughs> the closest marriage then. Yeah, she just emailed me uh, nags. Nags. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, after a while, I just put them in my spam filter. You know what, though? I do think... <laughs> no way to treat a significant other. It's no, no. But but having said that, I, I, I don't see any reason why you two crazy kids can't get back together and work it out. BJ, don't well, you I've got agree? a full-time girlfriend now. Well, BJ, what do you think? Yeah, what do you think, uh, Tiffany? Do you want to get back with Dan? Never. What do you think, Dan? Do you want to get back with Tiffany? No, I'm all right. I'm all right. That's <laughs> your voice. Yes. <laughs> do, you, do you get that sometimes? Uh, I get that when I'm talking to somebody with a very pronounced accent. I find I start imitating them. Yeah. yeah, yeah that, well, that was yeah, one of the main yeah. problems yeah. in our relationship. Were <laughs> you talking like her? Yeah, when, yeah. when we... Because we, we used to... Our emails were... Uh, we didn't use text 
where you just send voice clips via yeah. email. I know you are fond of doing like I'm silly voices, Dan. Yeah, well. I am. Yeah. You are a man of many voices. A man so of about four voices. Yes, exactly, exactly. Four is many wow, in some cultures. So many voices. I can't imagine Can that. Can you do many. any any voices, yeah. uh, Henry? I do good, do good Elvis. Oh, okay, really? let's hear it. <laughs> Pretty good. Any, okay. Anything else you do? Do a good uh, Michael Caine. All right, let's hear that. And it's part of the line of the doors off. Yeah, that's all right. I do good uh, Christopher Walken. Oh, let's hear that. But you I got to eat a little space drill. <laughs> Pretty good. Any, other, any what other was that from, by the way? <laughs> I remember him being a baker in these films. Oh, you've not seen the classic uh, Baker's Dozen. <laughs> Except with Christopher Walken. Yeah, okay. it's it's a sequel to 12 Angry Men. I do reckon Trevor McDonald. All right, let's say that. Tonight on the news. You sound all kind of similar to me. Yeah. Though, you know? Well, you know. Yeah, but every impression's tinted, isn't it? I, I think you're, you're, you're drawing attention away from your, your your failed marriage here, Dan, though. No, um, I think we've covered the marriage. Well, Tiffany's just sitting there watching you order a man to do voices, <laughs> so I don't know how... Well, it's very much part of the course of okay, what we yeah. used to do when we were married. Yeah, I'd like to go home now, back to Bavaria. <laughs> do you feel like you've um, closed this, the book, the page on this Sorry, To be honest, I felt we closed it when... <laughs> Uh, yeah, we got divorced. Mm. I'm, I'm getting paid. Oh, fair yeah. enough. You're, she's getting paid? Yes, £500. We'll, we'll discuss this later. Not on air. It's very I'm very no longer CEO, CFO of uh, Moonpig.com. Oh, I got uh, pushed out by this guy called uh, Cheek Coffee. He's doing that as well. Wow, he's been keeping that on the DL. Um, wow. He's just becoming CFO and CEO of LinkedIn and Moonpig, apparently. Yes, and now I, um, I live my life uh, very, very differently. I spend a lot of time with my new husband, uh, but I am a two-year-old girl. Oh, wow. <laughs> this is uh, unprecedented. I, I guess we have two adult... Well, one adult toddler and one adult baby. That's uh, right. What's the functional difference between being an adult baby and being an adult toddler? Well, uh, I'm two, and so I can talk and walk, and... Yeah, but he talks all the time. He... <laughs> so, not much of a, like... You just don't say goo goo Are you able to walk by yourself? Oh, yeah. Do you fall over? No, I'm two. I'm all right at walking. Um, how you... many months old are you, though? You're two years old, but how many months? 24. <laughs> exactly two years old, then. Yeah, yeah, it's my birthday. <laughs> Yesterday. Don't you remember? No, but, I d- but when I knew you, you were 27. <laughs> Not two. I don't, know, I don't know what your new wow. two-year-old birthday is. So it is. turns out, Dan, that you were the paedophile the entire time. Well, I mean, only, only in terms of identity. <laughs> Don't like, like you really want if you to. have sex with someone. Who's... I don't know if that would stand up in court. Yes, no, you are. I was only a paedophile yes, yes, in identity. It would, it would be if you had sex with someone who was thirty years old, and then after they had sex, they said, "I'm actually six. You're not a paedophile just because they identify as a child." No, I don't know about this. Pot kettle black. Yeah, I think this is very dodgy, dodgy, dodgy stuff. I'm very good. Um, it's getting rather racial all of a sudden. <laughs> I don't think it has, but are you? Ready? <laughs> 
Of course, you could find your enemies and get them put in prison by just having sex with them and then identifying as a as a child afterwards. The age of consent in fourth is in Germany is fourteen. Okay, so yeah, just that's why it was fine. Yeah, that's fine. Fair enough. I'll let this one slide because I was about to call the police. Yeah, yeah. Um, everybody, look. I'm glad I could have helped you solidify and cement the fact that your marriage is over today mm. um i think yeah. sometimes health, healthy to um dig up the past and like just sort of like like you know bathe rummage in. around yeah rummage and bathe around in it um thank you so much for coming on the show Tiffany. oh no problem uh, if you want to offer your thoughts on the karma sutra like um you're welcome but we go back to go to the part of the uh, podcast where we sum up our thoughts on what we thought of this book oh no, I think I'll leave you guys to it. Okay. Well. I've got a plane to catch back to Bavaria, to my castle. Oh, that sounds like a good life. Sounds like a good life. Um, Thank you so much for coming on the Goodbye, show. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, Tiffany. Bye. Gesundheit. Okay. Why are you clapping? This is what you do. Okay. <laughs> People will leave a room. Yeah. It's the okay. German way. Okay. All right. Okay, everybody. Like, let's get your thoughts on the Kama Sutra. Uh, let's start with you, Dan. What do you think of the Kama Sutra by Vatati Yayana? I'm not a fan, uh, to be honest. I think most of the sex positions are boring. Uh, sex positions? Is that when you were like, telling people plot details whilst fucking them? Yeah. Okay. Uh, right. yes, that's quite clever. Um... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I think they're boring. I think the the relationship advice, uh, I mean, it did help me with my relationship with uh, Tiffany. Yeah. But I think, looking back at it, I would be a much richer man if I'd stayed married to her, so that's bad. Did you do your favourite position with Tiffany, the um, the stable family? No, we never did. Okay, what was was the position you did with Tiffany? Uh, We used to do the uh, dangling swan. (laughs) The dangling swan, how does that one work? It's where you both dangle from the ceiling. Uh... And you get... Uh, like a swan. <laughs> yeah, like a swan does. And you get two big metal balls either side of you. You know, like Houston's cradles. Yeah. Like... Uh, and then they go and then the, the, the motion is created by the the, uh, the balls banging into each other. Right, so... Just like a swan. <laughs> yeah, like a swan. Well, they've all got animal names. Okay, all right. But why isn't it just called the new cradle? Because <laughs> it's called the dangling swan. I don't know. I didn't write it. <laughs> No, I don't think anybody wrote anything that was involved in that. Like, uh, well, okay, so you didn't like this book, uh, um, even though it was instructional in some... Th- yeah, um, and also the plot was rubbish. Not much of a plot to speak no. of, yeah. No characters either. No characters, except for very Dharma. bad. Except for Dharma. Are we in notes now? Well, no, 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 this is like summarizing, summarizing our thoughts. It doesn't now, pass summary. the Betchdale test. No, it doesn't, does it? No, it's just—it's literally a guy just telling you what to do with your, mm. with your dingle. Um, does it wingle? It sometimes wingle. It's like mm. yeah, my favorite session position: the wingling dingling swan. What's that? Uh, so like, so you're in a car like a swan, right? <laughs> driving, and like then, like you stop very suddenly, mm-hmm. fly through the windscreen whilst you're fucking like a swan. <laughs> Um, BJ, what did you think of the Kama Sutra? I thought it was great. Yeah, really good. One of my faves. Uh, it's a recommended piece of literature. Obviously not as good as Fifty Shades of Grey. Which is the uh, main text by it's which you base. the manual. Yeah. The manual. But no, it's good. There's some really interesting things. Like I said, I like Rock the Baby. Mm. A lot. We like mm. that a lot, don't we? Mm-hmm. Um, and I quite like the Baby Swan. Ah, uh, the baby swan. Mm-hmm. Well, how does that one work? Um, you are in a tree, mm-hmm. like a swan. Like a swan. 
and um, you just do it on a branch. You fucking just like a swan. Just like a swan. <laughs> Such a fucking oak tree. <laughs> it's called the baby swan. But it doesn't say what position in the tree. It's just literally on the tree. As long as you're on the tree, fucking missionary. Missionary. Like a swan. <laughs> so doing missionary in the tree. Okay, sounds like a good one. The baby swan. <laughs> so did you? You like? But it's a it's a good book, but not the best book on sex. No, it's the second best. No. Fourth best because I'm including the whole trilogy. Ah, uh, okay, fair enough, fair enough. The... Henry, what did you think of the Karma Sutra? I, I, I'm a baby, so I can't read. I did enjoy the pictures. I, I think everybody enjoyed the pictures. They've done the rounds on the internet, so to speak. The facial expression reminded me of being satiated by soiling yourself. <laughs> What this sort of like not quite complete smile, like a, mm. of all the figures. Yeah. There's a sweetness in it. Yeah, I, I thought of it. I, I thought the facial expressions remind you of the sort of like half-hearted smile you give to work colleagues as you pass them in the in the office place when you see them making coffee and you just look at each other and do the uh, mm. like sort of smile. <laughs> That's what they look like to me. <laughs> um, uh, so this is what. So you know, no opinion from you about this book, uh, Henry. I thought it was great. Okay. Yeah, the pictures look really colourful. Yeah. Reminded me of the Clangers. Oh, okay. It's one of my favourite TV shows. You like awesome. the Clangers? I love them. You know, there's a porn version called The Bangers. Oh, God. They work, work very hard for that one, did they? I would have gone no. to something a bit more uh, uh, imaginative. Yeah. Like the fuckers. No, it's The no? Bangers. Okay. I, I'm banging not banging on the moon. I'm not, I'm not one for puns. No. But, um, okay, so we've got, like, it seems like a mixed review for the Karma Sutra. Yeah. I mean, this is kind of breaking our, uh, our usual sort of rules on uh, faking lit. Um, it's not a work of fiction. It's more of a sacred text about sex. Mm. Uh, but, you know, it, we had sacred to... Sacred sext. Yeah, sacred sext, exactly. Yeah. But like, I would, I, I think it was worth it because it, this is episode 69, and there's been a bit of a raunchy one. Um, mm. It's... Uh, I guess I was I was blindsided by the amount of um, instructions for living a good life and being a good person in the Karma mm. Sutra. Did not see that coming. Um, it, 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 yeah, exactly. I mean, it, it's it's not what you want. Well, not one, but it's not what you expect when you're sort of like wanting to get your rocks off. Right? It's no. certainly like a, a, a morality fable in the middle of it. If, but who knows? Maybe if our porn was more reflective of the the values of the uh, Karma Sutra, we'd have a better society and we'd have more of a f- healthy attitude towards sex in general within society and culture. For me, I'm going to give this book a thumbs up. Uh, it's It's got everything you could possibly want to be a fully realised, uh, complete human being. Um with sexual desires and wants and needs and like fulfilling your duties to the human race and the biological imperative. Big thumbs up from me. So that's like a, that's one negative review from Dan. Uh, good pictures from Henry and good, but not the greatest from BJ. Yeah. But we do know that not every book is perfect. And I'm yeah. pretty sure you've all got your ideas of how you'd improve the Karma Sutra. Um, um, I think like, um, in many ways you could say that like by, uh, Adding our notes to uh, the Karma Sutra, I guess we could be, you could call us Karma Police. Am I right? Uh, Am I right? Am I right? Yeah. Notes, everyone. Notes, 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 some time notes, to think notes, about notes, what we're going to say notes, in this section. Notes, notes, I know you're all brimming full of ideas. Brimming to the gums. Well, you're like, well, like, is that how, yeah. Notes, 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 notes
Get babies don't have teeth, that's one, right? True. Didn't did take me a bit to pass that out. Notes, everyone. Let's start with you, my favorite adult baby, Henry McHammer. Well, how would you have improved the Karma Sutra? This book um, should have had bigger letters. Okay. I understand it might have made it a bit longer, mm. but it should have been one position for each letter of the alphabet. I would have liked that. And there should have been a mirror at the end of it that said, and the best person of all is you. You know what? I, I, I kind of like this idea. There's not enough... Because I, I think more books should have mirrors at the end, personally. I like looking at myself after I've finished the book as if to say, who's clever for finishing this book? I am. Me. That's the most important person of all. Um, that's a great idea, I think. That, <laughs> would you have had any other sort of ideas? Maybe a pop-up version of the Karma Sutra or something like that? Sometimes those are scary. And it can be, especially if it's just like an erect penis that just like pops out of the book right in your face. Maybe there could be tabs. Yes. That you could like move something on the page. What would you what would you move on the page? Hmm. The buggy. Oh, okay. The buggy, yeah. Or maybe like um it, it, you could open the uh the, the book and it's just like a big Newton's cradle with like two people. <laughs> Banging each other in this Newton's cradle. Right, um, that sounds good. That sounds all right. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Thank you for that note, Henry. Uh, BJ, I'm sure you've got a lot of notes. So um, this is your this is your house, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, no, I did like it a lot. Um, I would like two sections added to the book. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. In the family life section, I would have liked a detailed description of how to wank off your baby. Oh, my God. <laughs> detailed. How detailed? I'll just wake up my baby husband, not my actual baby. That's disgusting. Just your baby. You're, you're horrible. That's disgusting. How dare you think something like that? Well, she did say, <laughs> phrase it as for wanking off your baby. <laughs> as in, like, the exactly. of you. Your baby. Well, she was hoping that you'd repeat it to her so uh-huh. that she would know that it means the baby that, that she owns which Fair is enough. it's a bit confusing but yes I get your it. baby husband another to a toddlers okay. okay I would like that and also I would like a very vast section on S&M oh that's a very good point there wasn't any sort of like S&M in the Karma Sutra no which is what we we do like a bit of that don't we rock the baby right? what don't you smack the what baby are you into? it seems like you're into put everything. the baby on the donkey Put the baby on the donkey? Yeah. How does that work? Uh, well, I don't know. It's a bit... Oh, I don't want to make you a bit upset, but um, it's when I put a dildo on uh-huh. and he's on the rocking horse uh-huh. and I bum him. Like, on the rocking horse? Yeah. That is pretty extreme. And it's... Putting on the donkey, okay. Put you know. the baby on the donkey. Put the baby on the donkey. That's, you sound like a very liberated uh, couple, and I'm I'm intrigued by the way that the Kama Sutra doesn't have things like um, S&M. Do you reckon S&M actually existed back then when they wrote the uh, the old uh, uh, Kama Sutra? Will you pipe down over there? <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm just 
I'm restless. Yeah, he is getting a bit restless. Maybe you should like put this on, put this space. Well, nappy rash. <laughs> well, if you were put on the donkey, you'd probably develop a rash yeah. as well. Like, um, but I'll do that anyway. I, 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 I think that's an interesting. We use note. plenty of bupantham. Okay, I, I think that's an interesting note, um, uh, BJ. Yeah. Uh, I think it's interesting how the Kama Sutra is almost fixated entirely on the more positive aspects of sex and none of this sort of like Fifty Shades of Grey uh, BDSM sort of stuff that like um has become more in vogue in modern times than it was in the time of Vatis Yayana, I don't know. Or is that just because people are talking about it? Maybe. I, I, it's hard to say. I, I wonder if BDSM is a, 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 a symptom, symptomatic of the modern condition rather than the, uh, the pre-modern world. But who's to say? That's a long topic for another time. Thank you very much for your no, notes. No, no. Um, pleasure. Like, yeah. Would never have expected like um, me to agree with a note that basically involved putting more baby wanking off tips. But here no, we are. baby husband. Baby, baby husband. husband, yes. Um, um, Dan. Um, do you, I, you I think the major problem? problem with the Karma Sutra is that they never have they never detail safe sex. So since I learn all of my stuff about sex in the Karma Sutra, I've just got so many STDs and children. Because oh, I thought you said you had a serious girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, but she doesn't know about my children. You just didn't tell her about your STDs <laughs> or children. Okay. No. Okay. So it didn't never mention safe sex, which I think's wrong. No. Safe sex is important. It's like that sexual position, the silent swan. Where yeah. you uh, withhold your sexual history and children from your partner yeah. whilst you're fucking. Yes, exactly. Like a swan. Exactly. Like a swan. swans never mention any of that stuff when they have they sex. They don't. They don't. That's why they call it the silent swan. Yeah. Um, uh, so, so you think that prophylactics should have been mentioned? Yeah. In, Before okay. the instructions in every single one, it should have said, and please put on a condom or make sure you both had recent STD checks. Fair enough. I mean, that's interesting to me about the Karma Sutra is the way that it posits sex as being recreational and also part of the biological directive. Like, mm. you want to have babies, but like, they didn't really think about it as a, a problem back then. No. Um, maybe, um, maybe more of a uh, chapter on birth control would have been interesting. Yeah. And like a di- some diagrams about using what would have been. Diaphragms. Diaphragms. Diaphragm yes. diagrams. Yeah, di- well, what would they have used as prophylactics back in the days? Uh, uh, okay. <laughs> Bamboo shoots. Doesn't sound very, very comfortable. No, but you know. In fact, the bamboo shoot would probably be even more <laughs> conducive to like yeah, a. Probably. Yeah, um, I don't know. No, think you it. just thread it in the top. <laughs> exactly, exactly. That's how it works. We've done that. That's called um, bamboo the baby. <laughs> Okay, all right. The panda, the panda baby. The panda baby, where you just thread it through the top of bamboo. Okay. Well, thanks for that note, Dan. That's been very interesting. I'd like to um, thank everybody who's come here to discuss this, uh, the Karma Sutra with me today in the very special episode 69. Am I right? Up top. Okay, well, later. Uh, how about we talk about, like, last thing, anybody have anything to plug? Well, apart from our husband's asshole. Ooh, it always, I think everybody's made an iteration of that um, double entendre. Uh, but it's episode 69, all bets are off. Um, uh, yeah, apart from that, uh, just my uh, sexual therapy business, uh, BJ's sexual therapy business uh, in New Cross. Mm. Do come down. Business is thriving. Oh, it, it, I mean, why not? And, you know, if you and your husband, or if you and your wife, one of you is a human ba- adult baby, we know how to deal with that. Okay, alright. So, for your uh, husband baby tips, 
or maybe even your wife baby your baby wife you know like bring them down to uh bj's sexual therapy clinic um in new cross in new cross uh new cross gate or new cross new cross okay i think that's a that's a pretty solid plug come on down come on down um i just have one thing to plug which is the podcast uh faking let's come to our website it's uh the wordpress site we post our episodes there and occasionally maybe write stuff there's the Facebook group, and obviously you can like and subscribe to us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and anywhere you get podcasts. Everybody, thank you so much for making this a very special, the best 69 ever. It was very, very, very pleasurable. I hope it was as good for you as it was for me. Uh, until next time, please keep supporting your local bookstores and libraries and sex shops. Get it? Because it's 69, sex. Am I right? Am I right? Up top. You are right. All right. All right. Bye-bye, everybody. Bye.